U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Daylight Time, 23 hours, 50 minutes, exactly. Universal Time, 3 hours, 50 minutes, 5 seconds. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Daylight Time, 23 hours, 50 minutes, 15 seconds. Universal Time, 3 hours, 50 minutes, 20 seconds. Vegas Radio. This is the Doctor Who Ever Project. Stand by. We like them dumb and we like them smart. I like the ones with the pretty eyes. Well, I like all kinds of guys. Stop. What happens? How about the ones we especially like? Which ones? You know, the ones with the cards go. It is June 1st, 2022, and this is the Doctor Whoever Project. We got a lot of talked about today. Um, so many things happened, and we're going to try to cover them all and see what happens. So stick in there with us. Grab your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT, the butt. This is Doctor Whoever. Hey. Doctor Whoever, let's get this show on the road. Boom. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Well, hello over there, Mr. Jesse. Hello, Doctor Weber. How are you? I'm doing not so bad. Not so bad. We're getting a nice, good start today, but it has been a while since we've done one of these. We were bad, bad, bad. We've been super, super busy. It has been a little busy. You've been seeing some interesting people. You want to tell everybody who you saw yesterday? Oh, you want to open up? With yeah, why not? Let's start with something positive. You know, why not? <laughs> you know, let's do it. Yes, most definitely. Uh, so yesterday, I had the privilege of uh, seeing Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg, Mayor Pete. Um, yeah, Mayor Pete still goes by that. A few people are still calling him that. Uh, literally, one of the nicest people you will meet. And he, I don't know if many of you guys people know that they've passed like this infrastructure law that's you know investing like billions of dollars in revitalizing our infrastructure and you know money towards water uh, conservation and revitalization um, all these very complicated things like processing when you're talking about solar and nuclear energy and and he just really laid out everything so precise and so easily digestible that 
I was literally blown away how he turned this complicated policy and like all these complexities into an easy explanation. And he just has this amazing way of explaining things. Interesting. Um, yeah, and he's a really nice guy. He and does then, seem like he speaks very well, and it's he breaks it down and gives examples. And that's and what he, people want so nowadays. He, they but want here's that. the thing, though. Like when you really think about it, people that are able to really break something down that makes it explainable and understandable for other people really needs to understand what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, because when you don't know what you're talking about, you're kind of like jumbling around. You're kind of we using, see a lot of that, don't yeah, we? You're kind of just recycling <laughs> what you've heard already. Um, mm-hmm. So it was it was really nice. And then well, that's cool. And then it was followed by uh, we were able to do a meeting with uh, Secretary Deb Holland, who was oh. the first Native American uh, to ever. Who is that? Be, Where's she from? She's from New Mexico. New Mexico. And okay. she's the first Native American ever to be appointed to. Uh, the presidential administration, which, Interesting. Was, which is really cool. And are um, some of these people going to be joining us at First Friday, possibly? Uh, no, not one of those two people, but... Uh, There'll be some other yeah. celebrities of Congress. <laughs> yeah, no, no uh, Biden administration. One day we'll get Bernie Sanders or AOC out here, somebody like that. Mm-hmm, we'll It'll see. happen. Well, we will be at First Friday coming up to celebrate Pride. It is June 1st, the first day of Pride Month. It's not celebrated here in Vegas until October because it's just so damn hot. But we're going to be out there celebrating at the First Friday Festival. So come out and see us if you are in the Las Vegas area. And you never know who you might run into. Right, Mr. Jesse? Exactly. Small town. Very small town. (laughs) Very, very small town. Well, uh, let's just get into what happened while we've been out, Mr. Jesse. Let's go. Well, the governor race is heating up in Georgia. Um, Donald Trump's pick went down, right? Mm-hmm. So we have Brian Kemp. It's going to be Brian Kemp versus Stacey Abrams. Is that correct? Brian Kemp versus Stacey Abrams for Georgia? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I thought we were be... talking about Nevada. Nevada no, 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 no. I sent you the list. Do you have the list? Yep, yep, I have the list. Okay. Yeah, no, because that was like the... That, that happened kind of right after we ended the last show, and it was a big deal. But it didn't really become a big deal because of everything else that happened. And obviously, we're going to get into everything as much as we possibly can you, here shortly. You but know what it is? And it's, we we want to try to cover a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, that was kind of the first repudiation from uh, from a Trump you know, endorsed candidate. Mm-hmm. Um, as I'm not sure if you guys know, but Brian Kemp, the governor of Georgia, was one of the officials, the elected officials that stood up to Donald Trump and said, no, you did not. You know, win my state, mm-hmm. um, and the secretary uh, of state actually, you know, did the same thing. With you know, there's not, we've had a recount. There's, there's nothing to, there's nothing to change. Joe Biden won Georgia, and they, you know, despite all the pressure coming from the Trump administration, stood firm and um, you know listened to the people. And that's why for. Trump hated him. And yeah, he was, and, you know, I mean, telling everybody Trump has been backing this David Perdue, Perdue guy who lost the Senate race to. Raphael Warnock, correct? Yeah, so he thought he would come back in and try to be governor, but then it just completely failed and backfired on Donald Trump. It's, it's kind of scary because um, they're trying to put people in place as the people that have power over you know state elections that were willing to overturn the will of the people. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a coordinated uh, effort to mm-hmm. to to have any candidate that's Republican have the option to say, you know, I don't care what the people voted. 
you know, find me. What was it? What was the exact number? Find me. Yeah, he was very to, precise to overturn the election. So it's it's scary because you know, I mean, well, we're going to be hearing a lot more about that coming up June, uh, June 6. We only have five more days till those hearings. And we'll be talking about that later in the show. But yeah, it it was a circus back then. But finally, as Donald Trump becomes more and more a disappearing fixture of our society and especially in politics as it slowly fades away with all these QAnon conspiracies and every little kid that gets their head blown off and they look to that idiot and think about what he's done to this country and these things just start piling up hopefully they're able to um, really present this well at these January 6 hearings coming up on my half birthday I think it's June 9th. Is that what it is? (laughs) So we'll be finding out more of that. But on another positive note, congratulations, Joe Biden. Looks like he got some baby formula. Baby formula from Germany and other European countries uh, has landed. Uh, It's gone to the most people in need first. But that was a crazy thing, right? And now they're just trying to blame Joe Biden. Like, is Joe Biden to blame for everything? Well, I mean, let's be clear. uh, The Trump administration is the one that banned baby formula coming in from canada oh, that's which true. is which is uh, the tariffs or whatever yeah i mean which is a direct you know supply chain for the u.s for baby formula and also the system of only having a few you know companies that produce baby formula abbott so pharmaceuticals you, you need to, i think yeah, johnson and johnson gerber but that's the thing like Apparently, there was something that happened, I mean, and it was a contaminant at one of these facilities, yeah, right? and you have to be very clear. So, people are very adamant about, you know, government, stay out of our business, mm-hmm. let us do our thing. Then they whine um, when they, they need so, something. So, these are businesses that, you know, create this baby formula independently. This is what they do for a living. They, they hire people. This is a company. This is, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, this is capitalism. Trying to make some um, money. It is. It isn't really the president's purview no. to kind of regulate what a company does, but but um, it is to keep the inspections is, that, going. It I think it's what it is. Security issue when when American kids don't have baby formula, um, but Joe Biden did. You know, secure baby formula, and you know the House. It also, just shows how not prepared we are for everything. I mean, I think we're we're, we're dealing with a few issues that we've never really seen before. Um, with with COVID, kind of really messed up the the whole transportation system mm-hmm. and and so many different countries and we don't or, save anything or, in warehouse it, they like to do everything is kind of made when it's needed and used so they don't really keep a lot of things in stockpiles um but that might change maybe that's something that should change or maybe they had, should have had better inspections that could have found out the problem in the facility before it was caused a giant problem that had to shut down you know what i mean yeah yeah well moving on to the Big story of the, I don't know, I guess it's the big story of the week. It's the big story probably is going to be of the month. This is um, an unfortunate, unfortunate story down in, what's the name of the city in Texas, Jesse? Uvalde. Uvalde, Texas. Um, It's been a developing story over the past few days, and uh, so many things have come out, and we we have a benefit right now of of hindsight and a knowledge of things that have happened over these past days that other people didn't know when they were reporting on this when it first happened. Um, but a, a 18-year-old, um, I think Hispanic male high school dropout, uh, went into a school after he shot his grandmother and shot 19 
I think students was it 19 students and yeah. two teachers yeah or was it 17 students and two teachers regardless the number it was originally 14 I mean the, the number doesn't matter it's just the biggest thing that comes out to me of this story the one before it is obviously the age 18 I mean you can't even buy a pack of cigarettes nowadays at the age of 18 you can't buy a beer you can't do a get a rental car um I think that's something that people are really thinking about and tossing around in their brain now of this age of 18 to go buy a giant military style weapon I mean it does sound silly right that we even allow this to happen what's your thoughts yeah I mean there's so many laws in place even to to get a driver's license you have to go through you know driving school to get those driver's license to, in order to drink in this country you have to be 21 years old which shows that they've they've thought about you know our younger individuals mm-hmm. you know adult enough to well, make the reason decisions the reason that was made is because there were too many accidents and too many people going to hospitals so they uh, made it so that to get interstate highway money you had to agree that your state would be a 21 and older drinking age state I mean, that came from catastrophes and problems as well. Um, it's We are just a, what do people say? We are a reactive society. We we react, but, I mean, I was listening to a speech from Bill Clinton. Um, I'm putting together a little memorial for First Friday, and I'm, some of the audio, the very last thing I wanted to end with is Bill Clinton in his first reaction and speech during the uh, Columbine. And at the end of it, he says... You know, I'm hope finally now this will make change. And that was back in 1999, Jesse. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I mean, I, I feel like there's there's been a renewed sense of call to action. Um, I, we've seen it with sports teams. We've seen it with we have know, some the of that coming up. Or Steve mm-hmm. Kerr that had this emotional response to the shooting. Mm-hmm. And I think we may be at this, this cusp of, of people just finally just being sick and tired of it. And I, I've had a conversation with someone today. It was like, the government just doesn't do anything. They just don't respond. And and I ha- and I, it gets me almost a little bit sad. I was like, we need to be very clear when we discuss, when we talk about government doesn't re- respond or they don't act. Let's be very clear. When, when we look at every single gun legislation that has passed through the House, it, it has been the Democrats that have... And this isn't, I'm not mm-hmm. trying to score political points here at all, mm-hmm. but there is not a direct, a there's a direct, you know, guilt association with what's going on in our country. And it is the Republican Party that are, are taking money from the NRA, that are refusing to take a stand mm-hmm. to pass comprehensive, common sense gun reform to keep our kids, our babies safe. These are fourth grade children and anybody who doesn't have... This, this feeling in their stomach that are just sickened, sickened to know that these kids were gunned down with military-style weapons to where their parents had to give a DNA sample because these children were unrecognizable. Mm-hmm. They couldn't be identified. And there's still so much inaction within the Republican Party. It's absolutely, it's absolutely sickening. So when, when, when we talk about there's inefficiency in the House and the Senate, we need to be very clear in identifying who is at fault. Who who is stopping us from getting these changes that we need to see as society? Who is 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 in the way of every single time we turn on the news? There's an AR-15 being used. There's innocent children being gunned down. There is starting to be a direct correlation. 
who is to blame. Yep. The inaction is coming from one side, and it is the Republican Party. And, and it's not and even just, always and racial. Just, and like, it, it has nothing you know, to do with race. Not, not, not it always. Nothing, it could, but that's the thing. It's just hate in general, and it is hate and mental health and irresponsibility all rolled up into, into this giant ball. But when you have that giant ball of all those problems, and then the ability just to go out and be like, hey, I'm going to go buy this gun just for you know the hell of because its shits and giggles, it, it makes it so easy for an unstable person to get that. And there's just no need in our country for anybody. And I'm a person, I didn't think we should have to wear the masks. And there's a lot of things. I don't think you should have to wear a seatbelt if you don't want to, if you're 18. There's a lot of things that I don't agree about in government. But this is something I think a lot of people can agree upon because I do too. I, fine, if you want to get a shotgun and go kill some ducks or some deer, knock yourself out. But I do not think that the public should be able to buy those types of weapons. I just don't think they should be sold on the market. I, I had an older older lady come up to us at one of our community events, and she said, why do they need to have these weapons? And she, she, has, she was talking about her grandkids, and she almost was holding back tears. Like, why are we allowing people mm-hmm. to have military weapons to walk our streets? Why do they need them? Like, she was just, like completely dumbfounded why do we need these and and you know this is no longer just you know you know school shootings and what this is a public health crisis mm-hmm. we're and we're just talking about uvalde and which is horrible enough but we're, we're we're forgetting the mass shooting that took place two weeks ago in buffalo where a black community a black grocery store was targeted and killed for being black with with the same assault rifle used so people are now afraid to go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Kids are scared to go to school. When when is enough enough? It, and, it doesn't and, and seem inaction like... Inaction is not... And saying... And, and I think a lot of people have also said this on your prayers and your sympathy and your thoughts. It, it's not enough anymore. It doesn't we seem like a, people want action. the prayers anymore. I've seen many of these parents because and they're saying, becomes, no, they're saying, no, look at the photo. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're saying. They're like, no, I want, I want change. I want to talk about it. I want to talk about change. They're holding the photo up saying, I want to know what could have been done different. I want to know. And um, I feel like that leads us into what I want to talk about next. I mean, the other kind of side of this is the just blatant negligence from the police department and this honky-tonk hillbilly little town where you know i mean let's let's be real we 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 recently here in vegas saw a whole swat team of probably 50 50 police people take over an apartment building where we were living to like just get some guy out that had a warrant charge or whatever but then you got all these men with their cowboy hats and their spurs on their shoes and their guns and all their fancy toys and they cannot stop an 18 year old because he has such a powerful weapon. That's why. Let's stop talking about all these other things. That is the reason. You were scared. You didn't want to get shot. There were people that even said that. There were quotes saying, we didn't want to go in because we didn't want to be shot. I wouldn't want to be shot either. But I'm not a police well, officer. I mean, and I think I think from like the other side of it, the NRA and the Republicans have always said, the only thing stopping a... a a uh, criminal is a good guy. The only with a thing gun. that stops a bad guy yeah, with a gun is yeah, a good a guy, guy with a gun. Where are the they? Case. Where were they? Where but, were they? But, they? but that just shows that's not true because you had all these officers mm-hmm. that had weapons that were waiting for backup. Mm-hmm. Why do you need backup if if 
You know, mm-hmm. you got your weapon. Mm-hmm. If that's what you're saying, and how in the world saying, did they uh, did not able to get into the building, with, get into the room, the school classroom, without getting the janitor? Like that that came out yesterday or the day before. They had to get the janitor and to get a key during all of this. And there's shooting going on. And nine one one calls coming in from little children saying that he's shooting people, but there's some people still alive and all this chaos. But you have data. And for they said from 45 minutes to an hour, that's how long it took before they actually were able to go into this room only because the janitor got them a key. Like, how is this possible that these grown men, 19 grown men, I assume they were men, they might have not all been men, they could have some been women, but that's not important right now. They could not get into the room. That's sad and pathetic. And they should all lose their jobs, do you not think? That's just pitiful. What are you there for if you can't even break down a door? I mean, it's, I mean, I think police get a lot of bad rap when it comes to, you know, having to encounter these situations but there i think it's come to a common consensus that there was a large amount of negligence in handling this situation there's a lack of training if anything that that's occurring in these these smaller towns when it comes to they don't expect it's ever going to happen it's a cushy little job working for the school and you give you catch kids with weed and you know like Cops, like, if, if all the cops' purposes is to give you speeding tickets and to give you parking tickets and to cause you grief, and when something happens, there's no protection, and they're just cowering in the corner, what are they there for? Like these people are saying, what what are we doing? What's the point? If, if the cops are only there to punish you and not protect you, maybe they should have a different place in our society. And that whole well, thing might come back up a little well, bit because think, this is I pitiful. I don't think we can use like a generalization or this this small town. Mm, to yeah, 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 give but, a yes, but you can. Yeah, you, that unfortunately, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but you can. This seen, is a sampling of society. Yeah, but we've also and if seen, it happens in one small little town, I guarantee you, it's happening in thousands of other small little towns. No, but I, not I am, every one, but I, quite a if few. You let, if you let me talk, thank Continue. you. I'm saying that there is situations where the police officers did appropriately handle these situations with with proper training. And a lot of lives were saved. I'm saying this particular event that took place w- did have large amounts of negligence that was that spotted from an early sign that there's something went wrong. Mm-hmm. That there's something. But I'm just trying to. I'm saying that there's a lot of brave officers out there that have well, saved a lot of there lives. Are. I mean, that's what I was trying to say before I was cut off. But what we know in this situation is that it looks like there was way too much fear. Of an 18-year-old teenager who was not much older than the children he was shooting. And these police officers, with all their tools and all their toys and all their training, supposedly, they still were not prepared for something for over 45 minutes. You see what I'm saying? Like, I get it if maybe they didn't respond right away. You know, but 45 minutes, it makes zero sense to me. And it just shows that they don't know what they're doing. Or... communications, whatever. The, the, the excuse and the reason doesn't really matter. All that matters is they were unprepared. And that just shows people that the police are really not there to protect you. Most of their training is, and most of their work is, writing paperwork and giving you tickets and getting people arrested and getting busting somebody for a little weed or getting somebody that didn't show up to court, causing people grief. But when something like this happens, where, where are they? What are they doing? Hiding behind a door, waiting for a janitor. That's what they were doing. But 
Somebody that is trying to uh, do something is, I know you like the next guy, Beto, 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 Beto? Beto. Beto. Beto O'Rourke? Yeah. So he did break into the governor's um, speech. We're not going to talk about this, you know, for too long, but what do you think about that? Just, you know, brief little little opinion on that. Do you think that was grandstanding? Do you think it was a positive thing? Do you think it was necessary? I definitely don't think it's grandstanding. I think when you have a panel of elected officials and officers that refuse to talk about the you know the elephant in the room which is needing gun reform there has to be someone that's speaking some common sense and demanding action and you know i mean i think to the point that this isn't something new that's happening in Texas. we had the shooting in in el paso right outside el paso which is his hometown mm-hmm. there's there's constant occurrence of this going on and i don't I know if people, you know but people are an hour an hour before we came on there was a shooting in tulsa oklahoma at a, at a hospital where four people were killed i think so i mean that's we'll, we'll bring that up you know briefly in the news but i mean you almost can't keep track of all of it you know it's um it's getting it's getting a little ridiculous and it didn't used to happen like this is it is it people are pent up is it the economy is it craziness what well, i mean or is it just a bunch of things, like I kind of said, rolled together and well, I mean, we're, easy we're, access to a weapon? I mean, we're no different than any other, you know, uh, society. Everybody faces problems. Everybody went through COVID. And most this people like to say that America right. is supposed to be better. You know, we're a better society. We're better than these people and those people. Are we? If we're supposed I, to be better, then why are everybody shooting everybody? No, I think we are a great, we are a great country. We have just become so divided and we have individuals and I, and I hate to keep going back to like you know democrat and republican but it's a clear it's clear who's at fault for all this inaction and refusing to to make the change because mm-hmm. you know this country only works when there when there's you know conversations common common ground people really coming together to make change lot lasting change when our country faces an unprecedented moment and this is an unprecedented moment. We have a fail, a failure of leadership within the Republican Party to address these issues that we're facing as a society. This this didn't always happen before. We've had bipartisanship. We've had, you know, a coming together during, you know, the Bush administration when 9-11 happened. We all came together as Americans to to fight against, you know, the terrors that came from 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 radical Islamists at the time, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we we addressed those issues, but this time, regardless of what's I mean, happening, I, how who's getting killed, we're we're seeing a failure of action. Now. I get that it's in the Constitution. That's what they all roll back to. I get it. I mean, I get it. They keep rolling back to that. So I mean, we'll talk about this more because it's going to be a big topic, and this is not going away because it is in the Constitution. I mean. I, I get that, and we're not saying that we want to change the Constitution, and we're not saying that anybody is going to take away everybody's guns because I don't think that's the answer. But there is a answer, and there is some way to make it better. And and by saying that there is nothing you can do and just to give up, that's just not being American. Americans are supposed to keep trying and trying again until you do it right and be the best. Isn't that right? Isn't that what we're supposed to do here around here? Absolutely. All right, Mr. Jesse, let's change it up. How about that? Let's go. Jesse. He'll never say his real name on air, but listen for that accent. He's our Ivy League educated Latinx political expert 
and way overqualified for this podcast. How about some LGBTQ plus news, Mr. Let's Jesse? Let's go. It's Pride. All right. Let's do it. Happy yes, Pride, yes, people. LGBTQ plus news making headlines. Stand clear. There will be glitter. So like feminine or are you more like masculine? Feminine. I can already tell when you open your mouth the rainbow fell out. <laughs> okay. Well, Laverne Cox is going to be a Barbie doll, Jesse. I love Laverne Cox. I met her before. In celebration of trans pride i guess trans pride everybody everybody's got their flag like what 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 what's the trans flag is that the is that the pink it's and the, blue the one pink and blue yeah. the pink and blue one okay they got so, a really, they got a good flag yeah in, in celebration of the trans pride barbie has came out with the laverne cox barbie doll and it does look pretty much like her what do you think i think it looks yeah, pretty it looks good amazing <laughs> i really like this when i saw that i was like okay that's kind of interesting and that's gonna make like you know like tucker carlson all those people they're just gonna lose their minds they're just gonna like turn into little <laughs> Little balloons and pop. Um, but Kevin Spacey, mm, he's gay, right? He actually is officially gay. He's came out. I have no idea. I'm pretty actually. sure he did a while back. Well, he is facing some uh, sexual assault charges, Jesse. That's oh. not good. Because, you know, he was, he had some issues before and they like took him out of um, House of Cards. Like, I stopped watching. I didn't even watch House of Cards anymore. But it looks like in the UK, He's got a couple different counts of sexual assault against three men, it looks like, according to Britain's Crown Prosecution Service. That doesn't sound good, does it? That never sounds good. And then Disney, they're debuting their first official Pride collection. I know a lot of people like to say like Disney's like into the whole gay thing, and I guess maybe they're coming around, but I don't think that was uh, the case. That's um, definitely it wasn't the case. A while, but even like five, ten years ago. But, you know, Disney is smart and Disney knows what dollar signs look like. <laughs> so they threw some rainbows on some stuff and they're like, all right, the gays will buy it. And the gays will buy it. So Disney is announcing their pride collection of merch. You know, not being too creative there at the name, but um, I guess whatever. But people are saying and giving them, you know criticism kind of like me and it'd be like you know they're just buying into wokeness or they're just placating i come from one side other people come from another whatever if you want to buy it and wear mickey with a rainbow on it knock yourself out i like the black and white ones you know those yep yep i'll let you do the next one because i know you like this person <laughs> let me my internet's being funny oh about. it's juicy it's juicy uh-huh. it's juicy smollett juicy smollett <laughs> so surprisingly he is going to make a comeback a lot quicker than i thought he would to be honest with bt plus for his b-boy blue directorial debut i don't know what it's, I wonder so what it's the gonna former be. empire actor jesse smollier his directing debut has finally found a home on bt plus has picked up b-boy blues i don't know what it's which supposed they to be. debut on the the streamer on june 9th in time for pride month I think I think B-boy I feel blues. so bad. You know what? I was I was really not really like a fan, but I enjoyed him on Empire. Mm. And so after everything that's happened, that. I just I don't know. I just have a different view on him. You know what I mean? I just seemed like he lied a little bit, and I mean, he was looking for some publicity. I think he definitely and he, lied, and he definitely you know took away attention from people that are actually you know victimized by hate crime. So. Not I think biggest, he got caught up anymore. I think he got caught up in that lie and just couldn't stop. So we had to just kind of hold on. I'm kind of surprised that people are giving him a break this soon, aren't you? Maybe because it's 
that his name is in the news, it's almost like, you know, all press is good press. Hmm. People will watch it just because it's him. Well, I mean, everybody loves a good comeback story. Mm-hmm. Well, if you want somebody else, Ricky Martin is about to be on your TV coming Living soon. Living vida loca. He's going to be in a new Apple TV Plus series, so you got to have that. You got to have that Max. You got to have that Plus. You got to have that Flix. You got to have that Lou. You got to have everything nowadays. You got to have the cock. You got to have the Paramount. It's just ridiculous. I can't even keep track of what's on things anymore. <laughs> well, Ricky Martin is going to star in Miss American Pie. Um, it's got Kristen Wiig, so it'll probably be pretty funny. Um, he was in Versace, right? Yep, he was really good in Versace. He was pretty good in Versace. I have to say it was good. And then, um, have you heard Ted Cruz talking about Pete Davidson and all these guys wearing fingernail polish? Yeah, he, discuss- he calls it toxic femininity. <laughs> yes, while he stands up there and, you know, talks about how... You know, people need mental health and, you know, we need all our guns and stuff. You know, worry about your own state. Let the people with the fingernail polish wear their fingernail polish. I mean, I Mr. feel Cruz. like with, uh, with, with Ted Cruz, he just wants to say anything that will, will garner him attention. Mm-hmm. He's literally, he has no substance His goal whatsoever. is to get on Fox News like every night. I mean, night. Because, you know why? Because there's elected officials that literally just chase the news cycle every uh-huh. single day. What can I say? Yep. Like, they're shock jocks. Uh-huh. What can I say? to get myself on the uh-huh. news today i'm not concerned about what's going like he's literally talking about toxic femininity when in his state they just had a mass shooting all your attention needs to be on how you keep your kids safe in schools that's where all your attention needs to be focused on you need to leave pete davidson and whatever kind of shit he's doing and with kim kardashian if you want to live in reality worlds you need to step down from Seriously. the senate and let someone else do the job that's can do it better than you can because mm. you're you're getting shit really messed up right now. Anybody could do it better than him. Well, how about Mr. Jesse? How about we go to court and we do some Judge Jesse? Let's go. I appreciate you coming down here, Mrs. Parr. What's this about? Has Dash done something wrong? Uh, he's a disruptive influence, and he openly mocks me in front of the class. He says... Look, I know it's you. He puts thumbtacks on my stool. You saw him do this? Well, not really... No, actually not. All right, Mr. Jesse. I want to know what you think about this court case. There's a little bit of an LGBT tie-in. This is a interesting case out of Virginia Tech. Um, This would be probably all over the news right now if it wasn't for other um, more pressing and serious circumstances, actually. Um, But... This former football player, I'll give you a little recap of the story. He was a a freshman football player for Virginia Tech, and I guess he was swiping right or swiping left on Tinder, one of those little apps, and he found a woman that wanted to have a sexual encounter with him. Mm -hmm. So the woman came over, and they had an oral Monica, I think Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky, um, sexual encounter, and then... He kind of got made fun of by some of his friends. They were saying, hey, that was a man, bro. That, that you let a man S your D. Ooh, whatever. So fast forward, they as a group contact this person again and invite them over for a, a secondary sexual encounter. And during that encounter, the football player ends up punching and beating this who turns out to be man to death. Um, And he was just acquitted yesterday or the day before 
um, on all charges. And that's not really the question I have for you. The question I have for you is, does he get to go back and play football on the team? Because he was acquitted and found not guilty. Should he just be able to go back and play football? Like it never happened? I mean, I, I have my own feelings. I didn't follow the case. I mean, how is he found not guilty? Um, the the person, the, the the man, actually had a knife under their mattress. It was found after the incident, and he claimed self defense that he pushed them away, and they the uh, the woman slash man that was posing as a woman on Tinder reached for a knife, and he punched and kept punching. Until they stopped moving and ended up killing the person. I mean, I don't, I don't like making you know decisions, you know, not following a case and not knowing the circumstances. Well, here, just about it, this it, though, from, if, the if way you, the way you frame it, no, it doesn't, it doesn't sound good at all. And but I mean, the way the system is, is that if the person is found, you know, not guilty or acquitted of charges, they should go back to their normal life. That's kind of how I feel. But right? Do I agree with you know? I mean. The way you're laying it out, no, I don't agree with that uh, whatsoever. It, it, does, it is a disgusting, because just gross because, kind of story. Just because a person, you know, is a woman or you 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 find out there a woman doesn't give you the right to kill somebody. Mm, of course not. I mean, it's it's wrong in every single way you can imagine or or even, you know, to speak. But I don't if it want, wasn't for the self-defense and the yeah, knife I found, I really to, think it would have been a different I story. I just don't want to, you know, say I, I feel a certain way without knowing the whole story and following okay. it. You know what I mean? But you're such a good politician. You're just like the people that they're interviewed on. I mean, CNN. it's not a politician. It's just how I generally feel. I'm not going to voice <laughs> my opinion over That's something. Great. I have factual. So we do on here. We don't always have to come to a conclusion. Sometimes we just talk it out and see what happens. Right. Mr. Jesse. Yeah. I mean, I mean when you, when you hire someone that's educated, you're going to get an educated response. Dr. Weber. I can collect resumes for you for less, uh, for others. If you like, you're letting him go again. He's Let's see what else we got. You can see it on his smug little face. Guilty, I say guilty. Guilty, guilty. Well, keeping it in the kind of court realm. Let's well, so, um, let's see. This is something that's a little bit close to home for me. I feel like because I am from North Carolina, and um, down in the South, we we like that Southern Baptist. What do they call it? Evangelical or whatever. Mm-hmm can't find my button that I want to find. Where is my button that I'm looking for? God Mr. only Jesse? knows where that button is. Seriously, I want... There's like a... I'm trying to find my religion button. Oh, there it is. Here we go. All right, let's get churchy. Here we go on the Doctor Whoever Project. I worship the Lord in my own way. By praying like hell on my you know, deathbed. For everyone. They can kill you inside. And it involves Relax. everything. Those pious morons are too everything busy talking us. to their phony baloney God. Just watch an incredible night unfold before you, but... How you doing? Peace to see it happen and not participate, Jesus. but I'm believing that every one of us will <laughs> lean in, press in towards God, and embrace all that He has. And the the media said what? <laughs> Christian right is in decline, and you say it's taking America with it. You quote the chief executive of the Public Religion Research Institute about how white evangelicals once saw themselves as the owners of mainstream American culture and morality and values. Now they're just another subculture. And Michelle, you different. 
well, the wonderful church people seem they, um they want to ban Miss Nancy Pelosi from taking communion, Jesse. Have you heard this? So the uh, I guess the archdiocese in San Francisco says that Nancy Pelosi is not allowed to do the uh, communion anymore, and they use some fancy word for it that I'm not even gonna try to pronounce because I don't care. Um, but it's just, just like so stupid, you know. It's like why can't she have her official? What you know? It, it is separation of church and state. She doesn't. It's not just her. She represents the people. Why can't people just get that? I mean, yeah, I mean, not giving someone her sacrament of communion Sacrament, is, that's it. Oh, are you struggling? Yeah, yeah, sounds it out, Dr. Pepper. Yeah, so not, not being able to get her holy sacrament um, based on, you know, her representing her constituents is just a clear, you know, another one of those clear pictures why people, you know, in the younger demographic have, have left the church when... Mm-hmm. Because it just doesn't make sense. I mean, you're, Silly. the church isn't designed to target and and punish people. I mean, no one wants no one See, wants that. Or but that's that it, from, but that's what it actually was. That's I mean, when I grew up, that's what it actually was for. Like, it the point of religion was like to scare you into behaving or to listen to your parents or eating your whatever. You know, if you're not, it's almost it was almost like kind of like Santa Claus is now. It's like, oh, if you're not good, you're not going to get presents. Back then, it was like, if you're not good, you're going to hell. I mean, I think people just, <laughs> people just need to, to let women have the right to make their own decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think it's so crazy. We're still having men decide what women do with their reproductive rights and what they do with their bodies. Um, well, it's not men always never, men. I mean, majority of the time, it is men. Well, look at this next story. Um, this female running for Michigan State Senate she says that contraception should actually just be illegal completely in, in this country altogether. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Anybody can run for these positions. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. The fact that people could even get up and say these words and have them come out of their mouth and act like they're representing the country and what we stand for is just absurd. Absurd. But let's get to the meat of it. Let's get to the meat of it and talk about um, what's came out this week about the Southern Baptist leaders it uh, seems like they were covering up sexual abuse cases just like the Catholics were. Maybe that's where they should put their focus. Well, let's hear a little clip. I do want to see what this says. Because um, I really don't know much about this story. You want to you wanna play the clip? Uh, yeah, because I just tried to open up the article and it wants me to pay. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, please play the clip. The report is a blistering takedown of top church leaders saying they routinely met accusations of sexual abuse by clergy and staff with resistance, stonewalling, and even outright hostility. To give to you, Lord. Among the survivors named Krista Brown, who says she was sexually assaulted by a minister more than 30 times. She has tweeted, at the parsonage, after one of worst of pastor's rapes, he put me, 16 years old, in shower and stood yelling at me to clean better down there. I only knew to cry. He knew to destroy evidence. This oh my is a, God. an apocalypse, an unveiling, uh, a meltdown. And uh, people are reeling all over the country right now, not just uh, Baptists, but also the entire uh, evangelical world. 
The SBC response, to the members of the survivor community, we are grieved by the findings. We are committed to doing all we can to prevent future instances of sexual abuse in churches, to improve our response and our care, to remove reporting roadblocks. Still, the report says an executive committee staff member kept a list of hundreds of names of accused people with ties to the church since 2007. Yet some leaders were so focused on avoiding lawsuits, they did nothing. Mm. Accusers were ignored, disbelieved, their claims called a satanic scheme, even if it meant that convicted molesters continued in ministry with no notice or warning to their current church or congregation. Victims groups have long called for accountability. The church needs a day of reckoning. It needs mm. to be a stripping Well, down. Mr. Jesse, what do you think about that? That's, that's so complex and literally using their own belief system to to make people feel bad for it's what they do for you know actually calling out their the predators that took advantage of them they use it's, they use their own it, it's sickening they use it's, your fear of eternal damnation to get you to do whatever you want even if it's if it's getting baptized or volunteering or letting some preacher Stick his wiener in your little 12-year-old vagina. It's just disgusting. I'm sorry. These people are disgusting. Religion is disgusting. You should all be ashamed of yourself. All of you. Ashamed, I say. Going to get in some news, Mr. Jesse? Let's go. Can we, get right. some, we got some light stuff coming up. This, well, this has been like heavy. It's a rough day, I know. Uh, let's get into the new, new news that you need to know right here on the Doctor Whoever Project. Can we at least put out the suicide hotline number? <laughs> Hey everybody, come on in. Tell me, what's the news? What's the news? Well, unfortunately, we do not start this news segment with good news, but uh, right before we started the show, um, it came on breaking news. That there was another shooting in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, it looks like four people, uh, four people, shot at a hospital complex. Some kind of dispute, maybe domestic. They say it seems like the shooter had a target in mind and was after a specific doctor. Um, the reason I put this in here because I, I, something I found astonishing. Apparently, in Oklahoma, you can just walk around with a rifle. Uh, like a AK-47, just openly. If you want to walk around, if you want to take it into Walmart, you can. It's it's allowed. But apparently people still call because they don't like that. So somebody called the police and said someone was walking with a rifle. And good thing they came to investigate because they went in the hospital and started shooting people. Jeez. Hmm. Hmm. But um, guns are now the leading cause. Of death in children, according to CDC. Have you seen this study? They were yep, talking about The View that. the other day. I couldn't believe that. So, car accidents, smoking, I don't know, all that stuff. Like, So, guns kill more kids than anything else? That is crazy. It's insane, right? It says a uh, 30% spike. Hmm. And so many people are just buying guns. Like, I heard another stat that said every time a school shooting or one of these mass shootings happen people actually go out and buy more assault rifles and more of these kind of guns because they're stockpiling because they want to because they're almost like afraid 
that somebody's going to take them away from them. Or it's almost like a sign of a badge of honor that they're uh, a Donald Trump Republican or QAnon or uh, those people with one of those blue and black flags that they like to wave around. Or Some people even have these flags. Have you seen them that have like a machine gun or AK-47 on the flag? Yeah, I've seen those. Hmm, goodness. Well, let's talk a little bit about that police chief, Jesse. What do you know about that police chief from the the um, Yavalde school shooting? Do you know anything about him that's happened over the past day or two? No, I haven't really been following the news unless I've been busy at work. Well, apparently yesterday or last night, they swore him in as city councilman in a secret ceremony in the cloak of darkness. And then um, one of the CNN reporters was actually able to um, find him and track him down, uh, track him down today and ask him some questions for the first time, getting him to kind of be on record a little bit about what, why, why he had the response he had and where, where the intelligence was coming and all those things. And there was just no answer. His response was, you know, we're going to wait till the family stops grieving and then talk about it. It's just... There's some really fishiness going on, and we can't talk about this all day, but I little little bits I put in here because I feel like this is an interesting develop, developing story of sadness, but learning can sometimes come from, from sadness, and, you know, there is going to be a next time. There was a next time today before we were even able to come on and talk about this one. So obviously, of course, there's going to be a next time. Um... <sighs> The school shooter, Ethan Crumbly from, what was that, Michigan? Was that another Michigan story? Yeah, right? Do, do you remember the, um, yeah, I know there's so many. Do you remember the... I, uh, it's, it's literally impossible to keep track of all this now. This, this was the kid that was actually a high school student, and he shot his students in Michigan um, on November 30th, it looks like, and um, left four students dead. It's sad that I have to look back and see this and you know read it because i almost forget um here let me play the clip of tucson or sorry of tulsa this is tulsa Let's oklahoma now to the breaking news out of oklahoma reports of yet another possible mass shooting this time at a hospital in tulsa these are live pictures right now of the heavy police response to that scene police now say the shooter who entered the medical building with a rifle is dead as we told you earlier, this all unfolding at Tulsa St. Francis Hospital. Mm. At this point, we do not know yet about how many people were hurt other than that there were, quote, many victims and some of them may be dead. That is according to a police captain on the scene. Police are describing this scene as... Mm. So, I mean, it just keeps going and going and going and there'll be more information tomorrow, but it doesn't matter. Like, all these reasons and stuff, It's and it's the same guns and... Who knows what the reason was for any of these people? The reasons don't matter. But like these parents, this this these parents of this kid, Ethan Crumbly, that shot up his high school. He was a student, and he shot up his fellow students. They bought him the gun. You can sneeze. Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> the, these parents bought him the gun, and these parents are now in court for manslaughter cases. But they're asking the judge to, what was it called, squash? Quash, squash, Q U A S H. Oh, squash, quash, right? And they say it the correct way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I mean, and after this happens, I mean, not that, not that things like this should influence the legal system, but I don't know. Maybe they should. Like, maybe 
Maybe these parents should be accountable in some way for buying their kid a gun that killed somebody. But we'll see. Um, did you see any of the NRA convention that happened in Texas? No, I've been out and about. You have been out and about. But uh, Trump and a couple of the other you know, top Texas Republicans, Abbott, Cruz, were all speaking at the NRA um, interesting fact that I noticed was the brand of gun that killed all these kids at the school, that manufacturer pulled out their big setup they had. They decided they didn't want to have their big convention set up at the NRA. What, um, what, I, probably found a good kinda, thing. what I found kind of interesting was that at these NRA conventions, they don't actually permit people to bring in their weapons with them. Oh, interesting. Really? So, I mean, what, what are you scared about? <laughs> yeah, what I mean, happened to... Are you all scared? the good guys? They're because you you're all scared? good guys, Are you right? Scared they're gonna they're gonna shoot. They have to all be good guys with guns. So the the schools have to deal with you know I mean people are bringing in weapons and that issue, but you 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 feel you're you're better than that. You don't mm. you you don't trust the people that you know have the right to bear arms. Maybe you should have only one door and make sure it's really good and locked. You know, maybe they maybe they should follow their own advice. Hmm. Well, we can change gears a little bit, Mr. Jesse. How about we that? We need to. We need to change gears. We can we change gears. Change gears. Did you see the um, BTS at the White House? I did not. Smooth like butter, like criminal undercover. Don't pop like trouble, breaking into your heart like that. Ooh. Cool shade, stunner, yeah, all it up to my mother. Well, BTS draws massive crowds to the White House press briefing room. Ahead of their meeting with President Joe Biden. Um, this is for AAPI month and right after his return from South Korea, right? I assume he didn't go to North Korea. <laughs> it said uh, apparently they had a massive spike in viewers when the K-pop band BTS stopped by. Right ahead of meeting President Joe Biden... The group drove more than 310 simultaneous viewers to turn into the live stream of the White House's YouTube channel. Maybe that's what they should do for everything. They should just bring in like a some boy band from from whatever. And um, oh here, we remember we were asking how many there are because we can't ever count in the videos. The seven-member sensation. So there's seven of them now. That's a we lot know. of money to divide into seven. That's a lot of those guys. Well, also in Biden news, Biden nears a decision on student loans as inflation woes worry. There is a lot of weirdness in the real estate market right now. Inflation's going crazy. Gas is insane. So student loan break would be nice, but I get what they're talking about. If people that were supposed to have a $500 bill just all of a sudden don't have a $500 bill anymore, does that, does that cause turmoil in the economy? But haven't people not been paying student loans for like two years anyway? That's the exact point. They so haven't I, been paying for two years. Okay, so. yeah. So isn't it already like... I feel like those kinks would have already kinked out. Exactly. <laughs> what is that commercial? It's like... And humans become discombobulated. <laughs> the economy is just discombobulated right now. It's all right. Well, it's been an end of an era in New York City. The last payphones are on their way out of New York City, Mr. Jesse. Hello. But if you need to call your drug dealer, like, what do you do now, you know? Cell phone. 
I've been like, yeah, even homeless people have an Obama phone now. I love how they call it an Obama phone, even though anybody, you know, can get it. It's not like Obama doesn't give people the phones. <laughs> well, oh, uh, AOC, Ocasio, Alexandra, whatever, Alexandria, what? Ocasio. What's her name? Alexandria. Are you really having difficulty reading her name? I tried to say it off the top of my head before I, I flipped flip the page. <laughs> well, she's revealed that she is engaged to some dude. Okay, it's not well. some dude. It's her long-term boyfriend. Okay. All right. Continue. <laughs> Let's hear it. You're, 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 you know all about this, apparently. Give it to me. Give it to me. I would if you lower those damn wedding chapel bells. Jeez. I didn't know you were going to be so into the story. Okay, what's well, her mean, partner's name? Breaking down the walls. We saw all this. Um, yeah, so AOC has revealed. Oh, this is the her. guy from the documentary. Oh, got it. Okay, look who sorry, has. Sorry. Oh, can sorry. I continue? Sorry. God, we got the interrupter sorry. in chief in the sorry. house today. You didn't seem like you were you know, paying attention earlier. So I, I was reading. What are you talking about? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> See, you know what? He, he thinks I'm not paying attention because he don't want because he won't let me talk. Every time I say something, he just talks right over me. Anyways, like I was saying again, I'm going to have to get... What, what is that one from Kamala Harris when she told Pence, Excuse me, I am speaking. I'm just going to start playing that every time. Jeez, Mike Hogg. Anyways. I'll take a break. AOC has revealed she's engaged to her longtime partner. Uh, Riley Roberts, a Democratic congresswoman from New York, has been spotted with an engagement ring on her Ooh. finger and tweeted today that the reports are true. Oh, well, congratulations to her. Good job. <laughs> she hasn't really been in much of a target lately, I feel like. She's kind of like, I don't know, like, they've moved on to other people. She's kind of, used to be like everything well, she they, did they was horrible they and they would terrible. be able to beat her and they can't beat her. Oh, yeah, so. she's, she's very, she's very likable, I will say. Mm-hmm. Well, someone else that isn't as likable. <laughs> I was going to say that. Good job. <laughs> Mr. Elon Musk, the uh, the Twitter purchaser, not purchaser, whatever, SpaceX. Um, well, he got me too a little bit. It seems like he might have exposed himself to a woman mm-hmm. on SpaceX. No, not on SpaceX. But, um, I, guess, I guess she was a flight attendant for SpaceX. But it would have been funnier if it would have happened like in space, right? Like your wiener is just flopping around in gravity. Like, who would do that, you know? Like, do you think this really happened? I don't know. I, 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 mean, just, I don't know what you can believe anymore. And this really kind of went away. I haven't heard anything about this. Have you? Um, no, I don't really try to follow him. After the whole Twitter thing, and he said he was going to buy it, and everybody's talking about it, and he, then he doesn't buy it, I'm like, okay, this guy's full of crap. Well, it looks like he paid the flight attendant $250,000 to settle the misconduct claim. Well, that's why you're not hearing about it. Back she in 2018. Had yeah, but it looks like she's coming back out because this was, you know, March 19th. No. So I think she, I think that's a new thing. It's like, they, they think they didn't get paid enough, so they're going to come out and talk about it anyway. But, mm-hmm. um, I, I mean, that's could have happened. I don't know. I mean, who knows? What are you going to do, right? Like, that's like, it's just his. he said, she said. I don't see how any of these cases he said, she said could, like, ever be proven. But whatever. Georgia, what do you think about the Georgia election numbers? They're, uh, are they looking good or bad, or what does it look like for the elections? They have the highest turnout they've seen in a while. Oh, so. I thought I heard that. Okay. Yeah, so it's looking really good. I think you know Stacey Abrams has done an amazing job getting people registered to vote and excited to vote. So we'll see what happens in Georgia. I mean, a lot of people were saying this is going to be a red wave, so Georgia could be you know, the state that says that they can divide, uh, defy all the odds. So we'll see what happens. Mm. 
says uh, in total 857,401 Georgians cast their ballots ahead of election day. Nearly 93% of those were cast in person. So, well, good job, Georgia. Good job. That's what we need. We need more people paying attention. You know what I mean? Just pay attention to a little bit. You, know, you don't have to pay attention to everything. You could only, there's, there's only so much. Like, doing this show, I really find, like, God, if I, if I did have to do this every day, it would be stressful, Jesse. <laughs> it's a lot going on out there. Well, how about some weird science? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I think oh, what I was going to say is like... Sorry, sorry, sorry. I, 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 slippery fingers, slippery fingers. Oh, continue. off again. Continue. No, what I was going to say is the reason why it's so difficult also is because these news stories are just so heavy lately mm-hmm. that there's some really, you know, difficult and emotional stories that have happened. And, you know, I just feel like even with this show, I feel like just recapping, you know, what's gone on the last two weeks, it's just like, it's a lot. So It is a lot. I mean, not every week or... Not every week is crazy, but it does seem like lately it has been, I don't know, just a lot more disturbing things that have just been coming up daily and just makes you wonder about, just makes you wonder about the direction we're going in or lack thereof, I guess. Yep. All right. You ready for some weird science, Mr. Jesse? Yep. Hit that button again. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand my intention? All right, well, we are going to start with five fun facts you need to know about monkeypox. My dad called me. He's like, I got this thing on my finger, like this little wart thing. You know, I'm like, oh, God, do you have a fever or anything? He's like, no. I was like, okay, well, you're probably all right because um, five facts says that monkeypox rarely spreads outside of Central and West Africa. But obviously right now it's in Europe and America and Canada. Mm-hmm. But um, unlike coronavirus and things like that monkeypox only spreads with close direct contact and it did seem like that monkeypox was kind of spreading around in the gay community you know a little bit um in the uk they said that's kind of what um brought on this resurgence so just blaming the gays for everything mm-hmm. and check your symptoms if you've been to the bathhouse lately symptoms include fever backache and pus filled boils gross Nobody that makes a person get vaccinated. But how dangerous is monkeypox? The condition can be deadly in some cases, but if you get treatment quickly, you will be fine. Yes! And monkeypox monkey is treated... <laughs> <laughs> monkeypox is treated similar to that of like a cold or a flu. Most people recover within a few weeks, and monkeypox vaccines have been approved and they're similar to what they have for like smallpox i guess but i don't think people get were really getting vaccinated for smallpox like i i I don't think i was but i think my parents were you know what i mean uh yeah i'm not too sure if i've been vaccinated for that or not i don't think yeah i think it was eradicated like like the 70s i'm kind of excited about this next story i know i got a video for you you want to see the video yes i do all right so go ahead and uh give us a Launch the video. Tell me what it is and I'll play it. Yeah, so the Genesis has announced that it has a new electric SUV and pricing will be announced. So let's let's see the video. The video looks pretty yeah, cool, let's actually. Let's see Genesis SUV. So this is the promo. The Genesis 2022 G 
V60. I need a plug in. <laughs> Sexy. I feel like you would like the lights. They're kind of like angry. It's like they're stacked. It's like a light on top no, of another cool. light. Isn't that cool? And it's it's like hatchback-ish. It kind of looks like uh, the Mercedes. Oh, it just oh, opened with her eyes. Oh, yeah. oh that's oh, yeah, awesome. Right what is that? This is like Star Trek shit. It looks like the thing that controls the ship on Girl, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Wow, that's nice. Bang and Olsen. It has like a mixture of like the Porsche SUV and uh... Oh, it has those door handles that like go into the door. So it's oh, all yeah, completely... It's really... It does look kind of like the Porsche from the back. You're yeah, right. you, you have a little bit of the, the bends with the lighting in the back. You got a little bit of the Porsche in the front. See, that looks like a Porsche right there. With a little, oh, yeah. A little Very wing. nice. Okay, I don't know if we need four minutes in this video. How about, how about the Chevrolet Corvette Electric? Oh, I'm open for that. So this is the 2023 electrified Chevrolet Corvette. All wheel drive. What do you think about that? It's very nice. Oh, we'll, 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 we were talking about that earlier. We'll get to that in a second. Um, but, um, let's get back to a little bit of the science, Mr. Jesse, because. There's been some breakthroughs in cancer research, and that's always a good Finally. thing, right? I know you said you wanted some I mean, good stuff. I mean, it's always been cancer has been one of those um, diseases that mutates so often that it's almost impossible to cure. So any any sign of like kicking some cancer's ass, I'm all about it. It looks like they've developed. I don't know if it's a protein or another virus. I'm not. I'm not that. I'm not, I'm not one of those people. I'm not like that smart person that comes up with this stuff. But um, thank God, there's people out there that are. They've I think developed a virus that kills cancer virus. Isn't that kind of interesting? That's super cool. So like it can attack uh, colon, lung, breast, ovarian, and pancreatic tumors and eat away at them basically. And it's been proven in uh, animals and lab animals so far. So um, that might be finally a step in the right direction. You know. We do we do make some good moves in, in our society here. There's so many things we do right. That's I think that's part of people's... That's the pain, I think, for so many people. It's like there's so many things that we do right here in this country. But then there's, you know, a couple yeah, so, things that we just do so wrong. Yeah, you know? so they said this, this new um, injection actually shrinks and reduces the size of colon, lung, breast, and ovarian tumors... And it also primes the patient's immune system for immunotherapy treatment, All right. which can, you know, eradicate, you know, the, the cancer cells. So this is it's promising news. I mean, I have a, you know, my grandma had breast cancer. Mm -hmm. She didn't pass away, but 
I mean, I know plenty of friends that you my know, have lost grandmother their... on my yeah, my dad's mother, but I never met her because she died when he was like a teenager. Yeah, I had some close friends that you know lost their parents at a young age to, to cancer. So, I'm, I'm any news that that leads the charge to finally getting us to a cancer free society where people aren't you know suffering and, and dying. Yep. Um, I'm all for it. Let's work towards the common good and make some changes. You want to get in some sports news, Mr. Jesse? Sure, why not? <laughs> Your hands are what makes it possible. Your shoulder pads are hard and stiff. We had a goal and we had a dream. It's a pretty special feeling. It's a dream come true. And it is uh, a very fitting dream. That's kind of gay, but... I know you're supposed to be doing something. Do you have to go do that thing now? No, I'm good. You still don't have to do it yet? Okay. Nope. It's going to be a late night for you doing that thing you need to do. Mm-hmm. All right, well, um, again, today we're going to have a... You know, the the whole show is going to be a little bit focused on, you know, the shootings that happened. I mean, you just kind of have to. You can't not. And um, you were talking about this earlier. I think the San Francisco uh, Giants manager, um, he came out and said he just doesn't feel right standing up with that flag and putting his hand over his heart and pledging allegiance to something that he feels like is not, not going right. Um, let's play the clip and hear it from, uh, hear it from himself. What's this guy's name? So we can kind of relate this to Colin Kaepernick. Yes. Who did something fairly similar mm-hmm. to address, you know, black individuals he just knelt, being killed basically. by police. Yes. So. And this guy's a white guy. I'm curious to see the reaction. Uh, let's see. Let's play the clip. Gabe Kaepernick. coming out for, for the anthem going forward. And another Bay Area coach sounding off on the Texas school shooting tonight. Good evening, I'm Sarah Donchi. KPIX 5's Andrea Nakano is at Oracle Park where Giants manager Gabe Kapler plans to make his stand by sitting out a pregame tradition. The Giants are on the road right now, but for the foreseeable future, even here at home, skipper Gabe Kapler says he's going to protest during the national anthem. I don't plan on coming out for, for the anthem going forward until I feel like um, there's... I feel better about the direction of our country. Giants manager Gabe Kapler was brief, but to the point. I mean, it is. That is brief and that is to the point. But uh, do you think more people should be coming out and doing this? Or do you think this is not their place? What's your opinion on these celebrities, athletes, you know, people of somewhat high level? I think everybody that has a platform that has the ability to continue the conversation and call for action needs to do it um companies businesses athletes musicians this isn't you know a political cause this is this is our kids i mean if if we can't take care of our children as a society we're going in the wrong direction so i applaud anybody that's willing to use their platform in any way to to bring some reform to to gun violence and and address the issues that we're facing as a society because you know having another school shooting and having little kids blown up in their classrooms it's it's we can't do this anymore Mm-mm. and you know i mean normally i wouldn't say you know i mean you know play baseball and like 
I mean, don't you kind of do your thing? Same. We saw what how ha- we saw what happened to Colin Kaepernick. He lost his career standing up for an issue that I also agreed with. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I completely 100% agree with using your platform to bring change because we can continue as a country to live like this. Our kids can't continue to go to school with the fear of of being shot and, and murdered in their own classroom. This It just mm-hmm. can't continue. And I think really people doing this helps keep up the momentum because the parents are really eventually, they get worn out. It's, it's their, it shouldn't be their fight. Their kids are dead. People I mean, need to help fight and to, and for to be, these and people. And to be honest, you know, members of Congress and elected officials, they're not favorable, you know, by the American people as much. You know, they're often seen as a problem. So when you do have, you know, these athletes that people idolize and coaches mm-hmm. of, of these major organizations, people do listen to them a little bit more. It's true. And, and I'm sorry to say, but we are a society that listens to celebrities and mm-hmm. BTS, like you mentioned mm-hmm. at the, you know, the, mm-hmm. the press briefing. We are a society that is influenced by our celebrities and our musicians mm-hmm. and our athletes. So anybody that can, can take a stand and specifically for, for this, I, I completely applaud. And on another direction, LeBron James over in Akron, Ohio. I guess he has a school there called the I Promise School. Mm-hmm. And LeBron James, he surprised a bunch of these kids when he just popped into the room during this uh, ceremony they were having. Um, it says, uh, sometimes there just aren't words when your hometown hero, King James, walks into the room. And um, they put out tweets. So that's good for him, you know. Showing a little good in the hood where, you know, where he got it from and where he came from. That's that's always good just to kind of... Yep, yep. Everything doesn't have to always have a reason or a message. Sometimes you can just do something good because um, because you want to. But uh, this guy, Steve Kerr from the Warriors, um, I think he had probably one of the most... Is he a coach? Who is this guy? Yeah, he's the head coach of the Golden Warriors. He's the head coach. I really think that he had one of the most it went viral. His, passionate. His... Uh, yeah, it was so good. Um, can we play this one? Yep. It was just... It was so, the way he framed it and everything about just saying, hey, you know, basketball is not important right now. I'm not going to talk about basketball. Nothing's uh, happened with our team in the last six hours. We're going to start the same way tonight. Um, any basketball questions uh, don't matter. Um, since we left shoot around, 14 children were killed 400 miles from here. And a, and a teacher. And in the last 10 days, we've had elderly black people killed in a supermarket in Buffalo. We've had Asian churchgoers killed in Southern California. And now we have children murdered at school. When are we going to do something? I'm tired. I'm, I'm up here and offering condolences to, to the devastated families that are out there i'm so tired of the excuse me i'm sorry i'm tired of the moments of silence enough there's 50 senators right now who refuse to vote on hr8 which is a background check rule that the house passed a couple years ago it's been sitting there for two years and there's a reason to hold on 
Mr. Jesse, can you um, explain a little bit about what he's talking about, about the 50 senators, and just give a little bit of a brief, what he's what he's trying to get across to people about that and how that math works? He's, he's laying out simple politics, kind of what I was referring to before. You know, when he says 50 senators are refusing to pass, you know, comprehensive, common sense gun reform, he's talking about 50 Republican senators, you know, and also two Republicans at Crescent Cinema and, um, is one of them as well that refused to pass through the Senate common sense gun reform to make the changes that many experts feel would address or limit or stop, hopefully, these mass shootings from taking place. He's he's saying that it's passed through the House because it has to go through the House. It has to be passed there and it has to be passed through the Senate. The Democrats control the House. It's passed through the House. Our own Congress members, Congresswoman, Congressman Horsford, Congressman, Congresswoman Lee, Congresswoman Titus have all passed it through the House. They have done their job. They, the American people have asked them to pass common sense gun reform. They have done their job. It is passed through the House. Now... It is the Senate's job to pass it through the Senate to get this into law. And it's 50 Republican senators stalling in the Senate common sense gun reform to make our classroom safer for our kids. They refuse to do it. And he's doing what I think a lot of Americans are doing now. They're not saying, you know, the government is working or the politicians in general. They are specifically identifying who is not passing this legislation anymore. And coming from a place where somebody that is not expecting to get this information and he's trying to break it down so they understand it, they're not watching CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, OAN. They're watching basketball. And this comes out and it just goes to show what we're talking about. The more people are going to talk about it, the more awareness is going to bring and that is good you know people are going to give these people hard times you know they are but i think eventually it will show that these people are on the right side of history i mean i think it's already known there's just there are people that do just want to hold on to the power that they have and hold on to these dark times in our in our society and in our culture instead of moving towards the light and the positivity of <clears throat> How we could embrace each other and just embrace the differences instead of always looking for what's wrong and what's different about everybody and what everybody else is doing that you don't like. Oh, it's just ridiculous. You want to move on to some Las Vegas news, Mr. Jesse? Let's go. Let's All go. right. Let's look out Las Vegas. Well, one Las Vegas property is getting a $600 million renovation. Do you know which one it is? It's an expensive facelift. So yeah. the, so is it the Mirage, right? No, it's the Bally's. Oh, the so Bally's, Bally's is now going to become the horseshoe in a few months. Oh. And it's getting these major changes. And the Mirage, which uh, many of you that come to Vegas or are Vegas locals know has the volcanoes in the front, that's going to become... the 
the the House of Blues, the Hard Rock, the Hard Rock, Hard that's Rock. That's what it is. Yeah, the Hard Rock. So the Hotel. Hard Rock is gonna Mirage is the Hard Rock, and the Bally's is gonna be the Horseshoe. Yep, yep. I like how we both had one wrong. <laughs> and so, yeah, seemingly Las Vegas has more major construction projects than any other city in the world. And at the moment, Fountain Blue Las Vegas, a project that has been going on for nearly 20 years, keep talking about continues that its slow journey to late 2023 opening. In addition to Caesars Entertainment, has decided to rebrand its Bally's Casino into Horseshoe brand, a move that prompted by Bally's Corporation's uh, wanting to name and revamp the Tropicana. Nice. Well, I like it when it changes up because it is kind of neat. You go somewhere and it's like you've been inside, but then it's completely different, you know? It's cool. Yeah, and it, more interesting new. Um, all these, you know, innovative and transformative changes are happening uh, all at the same time while two different NBA-ready arena projects are underway in the city while a deal for the Las Vegas Strip Stadium for the Oakland A's seems almost inevitable from what this article says. So there's a lot going on. That in means the there'll Vegas be a baseball market. team. Yeah, so they're looking for a baseball and a basketball team. Hmm. So Las Vegas is standing up for its name of the entertainment capital of the world. And we are bringing in some money because Clark County School District announced a $7,000 raise for starting teachers. And bonuses for supporting staff. They definitely need that around here. But in other news with schools... Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say this is a good start, but it doesn't address um, the income you know gap with teachers. We need to be paying our teachers. Especially with the rents. A lot lot more money. Um, We need to show an investment into our teachers that shows that they are... You know, teaching the future of Nevada. So it's a good start, but there's still a lot more work to be done to show teachers that we support them. And it, and it really means a lot when you actually show it with your pocketbook. So I thought you were going to make fun of this next story because um, they're offering also free self defense classes to teachers here at CCSD in Las Man. Vegas because of all the weird things that have happened in assaults at these different high schools. Um, against teachers kind of strange right i mean it's it's not funny because one teacher oh it's definitely was, not funny it's sexually, just strange no it, it's sad that we're even talking about it because one teacher was sexually abused by a student um so it's it's and assaulted it's, yeah. it's, it's another thing is like it's one of those things where it's it's sad you have to even have to have self-defense class for for teachers but you know teachers do need to be able to take care of themselves oh yeah they do um but i don't feel that's the the ultimate solution to to fixing these problems it's a more comprehensive approach for sure and i like how you're talking about the uh the a's baseball team because i was reading something similar myself that they have actually came to a decision on two different possible sites so that'll be something fun to talk about later on when they start to kind of come down and decide where this place could actually be because that's going to bring a lot of interesting a ballpark brings a lot to an area i remember when it was when they put the Washington um, Nationals in Washington, D.C. when I was there. It really transformed that area. It was great. Yeah, absolutely. Do you remember the Pinball Hall of Fame? Um, yeah, you love that place. So I know we walked in. It was kind of interesting just to walk around. I didn't play any of the games, but it was unique. Apparently, it has made uh, nationwide and worldwide news because a father claims that his uh, autistic, slightly disabled child was forced to leave the hall the pinball hall of fame 
Like, you would think that'd be the perfect place for, like, a kid where they could, like, touch everything and play with everything, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's not, it's not good news. But something else, if you don't want to check out the Pinball Hall of Fame, how about a cat cafe, Jesse? It's not just a cafe. It's a lounge. I want to go check this out. So this, yes, yeah, this cat cafe on Rainbow Boulevard near Bonanza High School. On the menu is snacks, coffee, and tea, plus cuddles, head scratches, belly rubs. <laughs> oh, that would be like when if Odie dies or when he dies, I'll have to go and I'll find me a cat. Mm-hmm. Cat Cafe House adopts up to 30 cats and kittens, and I guess they just keep them there as like a little refuge. And that's something they do in like other countries. They have like cat cafes. I think it's a lot interesting in uh, Asian countries. Mm-hmm. Go and do the next one. Yeah, Las Vegas, as you know, one of my favorite cities in the world, has just been ranked again the number one travel destination for Memorial Day weekend for 2022. So what exactly does that mean? So there's going to be an estimate of AAA estimates. More than 39 million Americans across the U.S. will travel for the long weekend. Many of them will travel here to the amazing city of Las Vegas, according to Priceline analysis of hotel bookings, which found that Las Vegas is number one most popular destination yes. for Memorial Day weekend this year. Spend that so money. We are at the top of the ticket again. I love it. And going back to schools, because schools are in the news like crazy now. Clark County here, Las Vegas, doing something good. They're going to provide meals to the students over summer break. And a lot of people have had a rough time over these past two years with, you know, COVID and the war and prices going up and just sickness and all kinds of problems. So um, it looks like starting on Tuesday the 31st, um, and the program is going to be funded by the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Uh, they tweeted out saying, The summer meal service will begin Tuesday, May 31st at select locations. Meals will be served in person. Visit ccsd.nutrislice.com to find a location near you. So check that out if you are in need or if you know somebody that is. Uh, how about we get to some mad money with bad bunny, Mr. Jesse? Let's go. My mission is simple, to make you money. I'm here to level the playing field for all investors. There's always a bull market somewhere, and I promise to help you find it. Mad Money starts now. From this picture, came my name, you know, Bad Bunny, because I was... I don't look mad, but I know. Have you heard of this uh, billionaire, uh, Democratic billionaire, Sam Bankman? Yep, I've heard of him before. Have you? Okay. I, I, I read this article today. I thought it was kind of interesting. Um, he, I guess, is a, I don't know if he's a billionaire in crypto or whatever, but... Bitcoin. He, is it Bitcoin? Okay. Well, he's saying that he could spend upwards of $1 billion on the upcoming 2024 election, and that, can make, that would make him the biggest political donor ever in a single election he's only 30 years old the founder of cryptocurrency exchange ftx yeah he's uh estimated to be worth more than 20 billion dollars oh my god crazy so 
Can you donate as much money as you want to any kind of candidate, or how's, is there like different? There I mean, are different regulations n- based on where to, you are and stuff. There's a cap on you know individual contributions to a candidate, but he could spend as much money he wants on a pack, which could run commercials all day long for whoever they want. So there's ways to to influence an election without you know going over the cap of what you can contribute to a candidate. Interesting. One other ridiculous money news. The world's largest whiskey bottle was sold for nearly $1.4 million. <laughs> this six-foot-tall bottle of scotch is the largest in the world, sold for $1.375 million at an auction. Do you think the person, like, takes a little, like, sip or, like... No. Would you want to, like, at least They're taste it, you know? That. You wouldn't want to at least, like, taste it, know what it, like, tastes like for that much money? It could be water for all I know. <laughs> I hope it is. And then in other money news, home sales, they are be falling. Here it's actually kind of staying fairly steady, which is interesting. But in a lot of places, prices are dropping faster than they ever have before. And if you haven't sold your home and you wanted to sell, you might be losing out on that time because they're, they're seeing houses that were selling for like 300000 now dropping to like two fifty just overnight because mm-hmm. the market's cooling off that much. But... We'll see what happens with that, right, Mr. Jesse? Yep, yep. Let's go to some exciting world news. Let's do it. All right, how about that? You ready for some world and politics news, Mr. Jesse? Let's go. Let's do it. This is a extra long show today. There's just been so much going on, and we were busy, and I mean, it's just a lot to talk about, and I really enjoy talking about this stuff with you, and I hope that we can make people think a little bit and come to some conclusions on their own and be able to tell other people what they've learned and help them learn a little bit themselves. That's all we can do, right, Mr. Jesse? Yeah, I think we kind of I kind of lay things out. Um for you to just have a little more insight into what is actually going on and who's accountable for certain things. But obviously do, do your research. It's very simple to find out, you know, some of this information from Google search. Um, but just be aware of what's going on because there is people that are doing a good job and there's people that are actually to blame for, you know, how things are going. So mm-hmm. would you want to open up this world and politics segment with the, uh, January 6th hearings that are going to be coming out? Yeah, I'm going to go through these fairly quickly. Let's. So, January 6th hearings could be a real-life summer blockbuster. So, they've announced that they're going to be releasing, you know, some of these documents that they've we've been talking about for the last year uh, that could expose some interesting information about Donald Trump and some other conspirators to the January 6th uh, riots that took place on the state capitol. A whole lot of stuff. I mean, yeah. I, I can't wait to watch that. I mean, there's really nothing else to say right now about that because it's going to come out and we'll just wait to see if it does. But I do want to play this clip of this Russian diplomat, Jesse, um, talking about why he left. The Russian diplomat can no longer be associated with this. Ukraine is a pivotal moment because when you have, when there is no choice after that, 
there is only one choice is to 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 leave to quit yeah the question is when and how and well but it's not to uh, to quit or not to quit that's not the question so this uh ashamed I russian mean, diplomat he has left russia i think he's gone somewhere else i'm not even gonna try to say his name boris something um he has come out against putin and against the war like so many people have and there's actually audio of it which i find so fascinating that you know it's on youtube and i can search it anybody can search it and i hope that this means and this shows that this is kind of coming to a little bit of a end and um we'll get on more of that as we can but that's just been a that's kind of stalled and we're trying to still send them weapons and get the people out that want to get out but right now it's almost kind of like it's like when you put somebody in the er it's like they're stable it's like it's kind of stable right now but who knows what could happen next well biden is also visiting asia and there were tensions obviously north korea set off some missiles didn't they while he was there mr jesse yeah, there's some missile testing missile testings while mr joe biden was over there um in seoul uh, President Joe Biden visited Seoul before heading to Japan as part of his first Asian trip as president. Um, he needs to be over there, be seen. That's, you know, COVID's over. Get your butt out there, Mr. Joe, right? Yes, sir. And over in Australia, the Labor Party has voted in a new PM. Um, they're kind of similar to, like, Britain, how they have the Labor Party and, you know, the the, the conservative party. So this shows a, a shift away from conservatism in Australia. Uh, but in a tight race, uh, the PM, what's his name? Scott Morrison. Is that what it is? Yep. Yeah. Scott Morrison is now the prime minister of Australia. And he's going to actually be, or he was actually at the summits in Japan that Biden was at acting as the PM of Australia. And I love the picture they have on this, like, <laughs> I just love the picture they have on this news story. It's a guy casting his ballot in a Speedo. <laughs> I wonder, was like, was that targeted at me? Or was like, did everybody else get that same thing? I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's skip the next one. It's not important. And um, Trump, though, Trump's, Trump's babbling some more about some stuff. And he seems like he's a little worried. He's a little worried, Jesse. <laughs> um, he is telling close allies that he's afraid that the overturn of Roe versus Wade could actually hurt him with suburban women. What do you think about that? Oh, poor baby. It's going to hurt him politically. <laughs> what about the poor women that have to deal with the consequences of Roe v. Wade being overturned? That's just the, the, the callus of, of, of such a selfish individual that only cares about political outcomes. Selfish. Literally, that's Useless. It's pretty disgusting. Useless, I say. Can you... um? Can you explain again? I know you have, but I don't understand it. What's Title 42 again? Title 42 was a, a policy that was used during COVID to not allow immigrants and asylum seekers to. So it's just like some rule. Based, they just Title 42 was like a based rule. on a CDC policy that to lower transmission of CDC into the country that we close our borders. Oh, to lower transmission of COVID, you mean? Yeah. Okay, so being okay, that there's gotcha. that COVID. So they know, use this as a reason to close the borders, and now they're using it still as a reason to keep the borders closed, to keep all the dirty Mexicans out, basically. Is that what it is? 
easy there, boy. Well, no, I'm being I'm being sarcastic. No, I'm well, I mean, I'm, I'm being the devil's I mean, advocate. You know, please, that's not what I, you know. I'm, I'm, that's what people say, and that's what that's like what they're using this for is an excuse just to keep people out of the country they don't want, right? And because this story says the federal judge blocks administration from ending Title Forty Two. Yep. So that means that they're co- continuing Title Forty Two, which keeps people from not keeps people that they don't want coming into the country from coming in right yep so i mean it is it's just another it's just like the the bible you know they use the bible for whatever they want they use these cdc rules for whatever they want i'll let you take the next one since you didn't like my you didn't like my response to that last one (laughs) uh stacy abrams says georgia is the worst abrams says oh okay this is interesting uh the worst state to live in citing health care and incarceration rates oh you didn't hear about this so apparently, I heard it. She she went on and just said these things, and then um, the guy that was trying to run against her, the guy that's running against her, Kemp, was like, "She's not even from here," and blah blah blah. But like, all she was doing was reading facts and stats that are true and accurate about the state. Um, I don't know, you know how they are, just mud throwing or what do you call it, mud slinging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, well we got to wrap it up at some point, don't we, Mister Jesse? It's been a long day. We do it has been a long. Day. All right, we'll we'll, we'll 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 go through these quick. All right. Okay. One million, two million, three million, four. Look, my bitch is all bad, my niggas all real. I ride in his dick in some big tall hills, big fat checks, big large bills, run out flip like ten car wheels. Cold ass bitch, I give raw chills, ten different looks, and my looks so kill. I just I'm in the mouth, I'm all grilled. We'll do anything. We're down for groups After taking some dudes from behind What I really want to see is that I don't really need to be Well, money is talk of the town And remote work is being blamed a lot for the uh, housing prices, Jesse And it does kind of make sense We were able to move because of remote work I'm sure a lot of people were But is, I mean, changing times happen Things change, things develop, you know What are you going to do? adapting of society yep what's the and next one about bank of america bank of america hikes its minimum wage to 22 dollars an hour what? 22 yep and wells fargo accused of holding fake job interviews oh, with minority yes. candidates i've heard about this like wells they would fargo already is, hire oh, people wells fargo yes. is already always in shady. the mix with you know giving you know super shady mortgage loans to minority communities super shady I, that's why i closed my account with bank of with wells fargo you're a chase guy now right and chase and i closed not, my bank of it's america not a, it's not amazing but i mean it's better than wells fargo mm. well disney seems like disney has become so expensive that you can't even go anymore basically um one of those kids that was shot at the school just a couple days ago her she was saving up money to take her family to disney world that was one of the stories i heard mm-hmm. and it was just like oh just crushing when you hear things like that there's little little kids and just want to go to disney world um but moving on graduate programs jesse i know uh you and a lot of people you know are graduate program doers (laughs) want to get that masters want all those little letters behind your name and stuff but this study shows that most of those programs are actually scams and you don't earn more money you actually end up spending more money over time by doing that so just putting that out there Mm-hmm. Lazy, you don't want to go to school. That's why you say that. Make yourself feel better. What do you think about the next one, where uh, the uh, the tank of college enrollment? I mean, I think it's a correlation with uh, this, the economy not being amazing and COVID, so it makes sense. But that's why I think skilled training, which mm-hmm. is something that we really push in in in, in this district, 
is imperative because not everybody needs to go to college Mm-mm. to earn a decent living. And especially here in, in, in Southern Nevada, we have some amazing union programs where people can make mm-hmm. a very good living, uh, you know, being an electrician, a carpenter, um, working in some of these casinos um, within the union. So I think it's, a, it's, it's something that we, we strive for a lot in this state. We do. Get you one of them community college degrees. My sister just became a pith. Uh, what is it? A, a, a what I call it? Dental hygienist. Um, dental hygienist. Yeah, a teeth picker. Dental hygienist. Like she's she only has it work like a couple of days a week and wears comfy little cute scrubs and goes and does her job and then goes home and that's it. And she makes she's making good money picking teeth too. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, healthy is hard on the Doctor Ever Project. We'll be right back. Oh boy, three a.m. Another beautiful day So we tried to get a Mexican pizza And obviously we didn't get one We'll try again for a Mexican pizza I heard that they're having major supply chain issues They cannot keep the Mexican pizzas in stock, Jesse They should have waited until they had the supplies To announce the rollout They can't somehow figure out how to take those four ingredients And turn them into a Mexican pizza Isn't they can turn into anything ingredients else. in every single thing they yes. make? And they don't even have the chives on top like they used to. It's not like they even added anything. Ridiculous. Well, in other food news, Starbucks is completely exiting Russia after 15 years, closing 130 cafes. Yep, and Jeff Peanut Butter is being recalled for potential salmonella. Ugh, nasty. That's disgusting. Yep, and Walmart rolls out Juneteenth ice cream. And pride ice cream. steers outrage. If you, uh... Have you seen like all the people's reactions with this like the pride ice cream and the Juneteenth ice cream? It's just disgusting. Like people don't want that. It's it's such pandering and people see right through it, people. People see right through it. Alright, what else? What else we got? What's going on in Hollywood? Anything going on in the movies or in Hollywood today? The most famous, the most glamorous place in the world. It's a place of dreams, hopes, and riches, and its streets are filled with the studios, homes, and landmarks that are monuments to its greatness. Let's go Hollywood backstage and see this unique and fascinating place called Hollywood. What does Hollywood look like? Well, finally, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial is over as of today. Um... He and she were both found in defamation and were both awarded money. It's so confusing, though. It's like two rich people up there whining and complaining and just making a fool of themselves. It, it was kind of entertaining, but it's just was like... It I mean, I, I didn't watch much of it. The, I mean, I could see how people found it entertaining. The Saturday Night Live skits were... But I, I found it just kind of embarrassing and sad that... I mean, you have all this money and you're up there putting all of your dirty laundry out for the world to see because you were talking about being talked about in a in a bad way <laughs> so now you just have it like on document it it'll be out on video forever and in transcripts and everything but whatever whatever in, li- in lighter news though ed sharon who's one of your favorite musicians ed sharon him and his <laughs> wife have announced they're having a baby girl oh adorable yeah, and I think in, in, in news that you love, surprisingly, a Post Malone song, which you don't even like Post Malone, but now that he's wrote the theme song for the new Disney film, listen, you are quite the fan. Let's play the clip. I love it. 
Rescue Rangers Chippendale. Check it out on Disney Plus. It was so good. It was like one of the one of the chipmunks had like operation done where he's like CGI. <laughs> And the other one was look, looked more normal, like from back in the 90s. It was hilarious, actually. You even liked it, didn't you, Mr. Jesse? I think I fell asleep. Oh, you liar. Lies. <laughs> one other celebrity news. Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. I knew you would like that one. Receives an honorary degree from NYU while addressing the graduating class. She did do an interesting speech where she kind of like made fun of herself a little bit. Like, hey, okay, I, I know I'm not really a doctor. Ha, ha, ha. You know, like, go out and do your thing and... Live your dreams and be creative. So I give her a little bit of credit for that. Yeah, and some sad news. Kate McCarran, A.D. Bryant, and Kyle uh, Mooney are announcing that they will be leaving SNL after a long tenure on the show. And also, um, the one that's dating Kim Kardashian now. I think yeah, he's Pete leaving, Davidson, too. Is he leaving also? Yeah, I think he made an announcement he's leaving as well. Like, who are they going to have left? Keenan? They're going to have to hire Kel now. So they have somebody else on the show. Yeah, today there's some of the longest tenured cast members on the show's history. The record holder is Keenan Thompson, who's been part of the show okay. for a whopping 19 seasons, because no one will hire him to do anything else. <laughs> I love it, I love it. Well, and in other TV news, if you just need more Downton Abbey, you need to freaking check out Belgravia and a bunch of other shows that are so good, and you can find them on all the streaming services. So what do we got? Belgravia? What are some other ones that I actually recognize on this list? Harlots, I wanted to try. The Crown, eh. Everybody talks about Outlander. I just couldn't get into that. There's a few that were really good on here that I watched that were very Downton Abbey-like that I wanted to find for you. And if I can't find it, I'm going to skip it. What about this one? Upstairs, downstairs. Okay, yeah, that was one. I found that. That looked so good. Oh, Mr. Selfridge, 19. I started that one. That That's pretty good. And the English game, it's about, like, soccer. Of course, the Gilded Age, number 21. This this list goes on forever. British dramas are all the rage right now, apparently. <laughs> I'll let you take the next one, because I think you like this guy. CNN is bringing somebody on that you're going to like. I don't necessarily like Chris Wallace, but he's going to be hosting Sunday's primetime show for CNN. Uh, and HBO Max, as Chris... Licks reviews rebooted news. So CNN will also be getting a reimaged morning show later this year. Chris Wallace is coming to primetime as CNN CEO Chris Licks previews his version of the future of the CNN channel. And your favorite TV show on Netflix, Heartstoppers, is renewed for two more seasons. Oh, two more seasons. Wow, how they pull that off. I know, right? It was great, I mean. All right, Jesse. Yeah, uh, what'd you say? It was great. I liked it. It was okay, good. Okay. I liked it. It was, you know, yes! it was good. I agree. Yeah. It was cute. It was adorable. It had a good message. It didn't try to, like, shove all the gayness down your throat. They just kind of, like, let it happen organically. You know? <laughs> Anyways, let's get through some zip news. All right, let's zip, zip through this news. And we're going to seriously have to zip through some of these um, because we, we got we to gotta get going because it's been a long show. And I, I bet people are getting tired. And I know you're getting tired. All right, yeah. let's zip through some news right here on the Doctor Whoever Project. 
It happened on one of them zippity doodah days. Now that's the kind of day when you can't open your mouth without a song jump right out of it. Zippity doodah, zippity My oh my, what a wonderful day. Plenty of sunshine hitting my way. Zippity doodah, zippity well, not to keep beating this to death, but more news has came out over the past couple days about the shooting in Texas. And one of the most disgusting things I heard was that the police were pepper spraying and arresting parents because the parents wanted to go in and save their children. One mother somehow got loose from their restraints and actually went in and pulled her two kids out of the school. I heard another story about a father who was at a barber shop getting his hair cut, took the took a shotgun from the barber shop and went to the school did the same thing got his kids out but it, i mean it just sounds like it was chaos jesse yeah, but more is going to come out and we'll have to we'll have to wait and see but nothing brings those kids back but answers answers should be had and i'll first, let you move on first formal flights from Europe to arrive this weekend. I think we kind of covered this we did. earlier. The so. only reason I put it in here because I just wanted to say, like, I w- was watching some of the reports, and the, uh, the the U.S. military that are overseas in these foreign European countries that are stationed there, they were so proud to be able to send this stuff back to America and help out America. It was just so interesting, like, the way they were talking. It was just, like, you know, so happy to be helping out, and I just, I really liked that. You're and ruined, then um, you're ruining the zip part. Oh, sorry, so zip. Ford recalls SUVs over reports of engines catching on fire. You want to hear the crazy part? Catching on what? fire even when the cars were turned off. How do they do that? Like explode? I have no idea. Well, in Oklahoma, a state rep is proposed legis- legislation that would make young men get mandatory vasectomies. Okay, ridiculous. Good luck. And Barnes and Nobles presumed to restrict sales of 2021's most popular banned books. Please, nobody's gonna like make them ban these books. It all that does is get people to read them more. And remember the Casey White, Vicky White, the con man slash prison guard love romance, and then the police chase and everything. I know it seems like it was forever ago, but it was only like two weeks ago. Well, um, apparently there's a waiting list to stay in the room they were in at the Evansville Motel. I'm sure every YouTuber and podcaster wants to go there. <laughs> yep, and three Air Force Academy candidates refuse to vaccinate won't be commissions i heard one decided at the end he's like okay i guess i'll get the vaccine since i spent all this time going through school yeah and an interesting earth news which is really kind of cool i'm just going all over this article scientists discovered an ancient forest inside a giant sinkhole in china oh my so this is this is actually a really cool so a 630 foot deep the sinkhole would hide the Washington Monument and then some. The bottom of the pit holds an ancient forest spanning nearly three football fields in length with, three, uh, with trees towering over 100 feet high. We're going to have to send and the it, rock down there to like explore yeah, that. And according to the Chinese government, it is one of 30 enormous sinkholes in the country. So, And the sinkhole was discovered by cave explorers outside of Ping Village in Li, uh, Li Yi County, South China's... You know, I'll let you read that. That's all right. We Zhang, don't have to read the whole thing. Zongchong Province No, I wanted region. to read this because I thought this was really kind of interesting to find like a forest that they've never, you know, discovered before. So It's like going to the moon basically yeah, on it's, our it's own planet. So, it, honestly, it's so cool. 
Um, also, we want to get the next story? Yeah, so I think this is interesting because, you know, Tesla, all these car companies are coming out with electric cars, but people forget about what drives most on the roads. Trucks, the big trucks. So Cummings, the giant trucking manufacturer, they're not wasting time. They've been researching for years, and they're saying, hey, we're going to be the ones that bring clean energy vehicles to the market, and they're not wasting any time. And then, in climate protest news, someone smeared cake on the goddamn Mona Lisa, Jesse. Mm, that's a shame. <laughs> the most famous small in the world has briefly obscured Sunday when a man smeared some cream cake over the Mona Lisa in what seems to have been a climate protest. The 16th century masterpiece by Leonardo da Vinci was untouched. However, as in pro- protected behind bulletproof glass in the Louvre Museum in Paris. We've been there, but we I just didn't feel like waiting in you a line. You don't like waiting in line. I didn't I just didn't feel like waiting in line to see to see that. I don't know why. I just didn't uh, there's better uses of your time when you're there than seeing something I can pull up on Google or my phone house. anytime. Yes, of course. Just watch out for that monkeypox, people. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to wrap it up, Mr. Jesse? Yes, let's wrap all it up. All right, let's wrap it up for the day. If you stuck out for the whole show, again, appreciate it so much. Follow us on all those things. Spotify, Apple Music, Breaker, Google Podcast. Oh, definitely check out the video podcast on Spotify and, of course, on the Facebook page. We are. We're going to wrap it up. So, did you see this New York City story? New York City is apparently going to have to pay Jesse, this man that used to be associated with the Wu-Tang Clan, um, $7 million for uh, false incarceration? Yeah, he was wrongfully convicted in 1996 of killing somebody. When he was 23 years yeah, old. So, Grant Williams spent 23 years behind bars for a fatal shooting of Shadell Lewis, a murder he did not commit. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. That's like one of my worst fears is like getting in trouble for something I didn't do, you know, or like something like that, like, or like getting just kind of like, you know, like somebody saying I did something and not being able to prove that I wasn't there, you know? <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. Why you say that's my privilege or something? My, my privilege coming out? I'm saying that. I'm saying you're, you're mostly on the sofa, so you're not going anywhere. <laughs> I do like the sofa every now and then. Well, this guy, he's getting paid $7 million. How old is he now? I mean, he looks older. Oh, he's 51 years old, so from 23 to 51. Well, I hope you do something with it, man. Glad you're out. Was he actually like a, a rapper? Or he was just no, he was part a of the, studio person. a studio person? Hmm. Wow, it's crazy. Makes you kind of think, right? Yep. All right, well, we are going to wrap it up for the day. Thanks again for sticking it out with us. Check it everything out at DrWhoever.com. But then they know this right here is me. And then I'll give up the peace. I'm out. All right, check out the video at Spotify where all fine podcasts can be found and always at doctorwhoever.com. All right, later. Peace out. See ya. Life as a shorty shouldn't be so rough. 
But as the world turned, I learned life is hell. Living in the world no different from a cell. Every day I skate from Jake's giving chase, selling bass, smoking bones in the stick.